Welcome to Chosen Generation Ministries with Pastor Paul Morgan. We are a non-denominational multicultural ministry based in the heart of Richmond, Virginia. CGM helps to develop nurturing, healthy relationships with ourselves, others, and God. We are a conversational church that engages our congregation in an active dialogue that enhances their personal walk with Jesus Christ in all aspects of life. Let's join Pastor Paul. I'm starting out by saying right this day. I hadn't said that in a while, at least two months. Was it two months or at least one month? Or last week, I probably said it last week. All right, let me say it first, then you decide how you want to write it down. The reason why we have trouble, you don't have to write at this part. The reason why we have a challenge trusting God is because we know what we're going to do. But we just don't know how he's going to do it. See, we want to know everything, but you, you don't need faith for that. So the reason why we have trouble trusting God is because we know how we're going to do it. We're going to borrow, steal. No, see, 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 y'all got to repent. Whatever we got to do, we're going to do it because we know ourselves. Or we think we know ourselves. But see, we just don't know how he's going to do it. Any of y'all ever complained about how he did it? Okay, I got two people over here. I got one person over there. I got one piece per two. Okay, so 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 give me a mic over here first. So give me a mic over there and a mic over here. What did y'all complain about when he did? I, I got somebody over here. Four. What you got? Uh, maybe he did what you asked him to do, but not in the way you thought he was going to do it. Okay. Okay. So you get upset. Okay. Because didn't. It, how you pictured it. Okay, I, 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 but it answered it. But it just didn't do it the way we thought it should be. Yes, ma'am. He didn't do it in the time that I. Ooh, who, who complained about the time? How many of us complained about time? Everybody hand in here. Complain about what, what was wrong with the time? It took too long, or you, you did it on Monday and he did it on Tuesday, or. It was right on time. Ooh, oh, 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 oh. Okay. I, I got a hand back there. What a minute. Um, I probably didn't like how God did it because oh. of who he used to do it. Ooh. What, 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 did he use your enemy to do it? Or just somebody you didn't like? Uh, oh. Probably somebody I didn't like. Some somebody <laughs> didn't like me and I had to put my pride aside oh. and be like, okay, thank you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> she, did, she, she got the blessing, but the wrong person gave it to her. So, so how is that relationship with that person there? You, you still mad at them or? Good, we good. So let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let, let me let me just retrace. So God used somebody that you didn't like, and now you like, but you still got the blessing. Okay. Okay. Where what you got? Um, he he did he did some of it, but then I asked, well, why didn't we do just this? Oh, 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 oh okay, okay. Right. And what happened? Um. Well, I got I got a little bit. Um. Uh, not frustrated, but um, yeah, fr I guess frustrated. Okay. Like, okay, well, thanks for doing this, but we also need this, this, and this. <laughs> so, um, but but eventually it, it does. So so picking back off the, the the woman that said about the timely thing, eventually he does it, but okay. then I get impatient because okay. he does does something, and then you know he does this Monday. All right, great, and then you know three weeks later he does the second thing. Okay. But it just it's it's a combination of both of those things. Okay. All right. Amen. All right, so what I want to talk about is, who, who, who is it? Who's that? Who is it? Who is it? 
Okay, all right, that's the same. I'm not saying it. I'm not saying it. Y'all ought to be thankful that y'all got answer that prayer for you. So who has your permission slip? We've been talking about that for the last few weeks. Who has your permission slip? And 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 a blessing to you guys in the skies. Well, we had some technical challenges on Thursday at half hour, so I'm going to make sure you get it. So we're going to go back and, and, and redo some things and so forth so that you can make sure that you got it because this is extremely important. This scripture, well, this uh, title is basically from Matthew chapter 18, verse 18, where it says that whatsoever you bind on earth is bound in the heavens, and whatever you permit on earth is permitted in the heavens. So that's where this is coming from, okay? So have we given ourselves permission to enter into self-care? That's a real question. How many of us just run into the point where you're exhausted? <laughs> Raise your hand if that's you. Okay, I see two people in the honest. The whole sound booth right there got their hand raised. I see you over there on this side. So it is a self-care. Self-care. So that means we got to take care of ourselves. We got to know when to say stop. We got to know when to say no. Y'all practice that word. Um, when I asked y'all to practice that a few weeks ago, it was so powerful that everybody was saying no. I mean, it's like, you know, you know, you, you had the drive through and the lady says $5. You say no. I mean, it's like you, you, you went overboard with the no. So I just want to reel you back in. So y'all ready to say no? On the count of two. One, two, no. So today, you're going to use that on something that you know you need care for. Amen? Yeah, can you give me? All right, so check this out. Uh, because that is a buzzword right now. Self-care is a buzzword. It's hot. It's all over the places. And so I just want to see whether it's self-care in the Bible. Is self-care in the Bible? Because my Bible says there's nothing new under the sun. Okay, nothing new. We think it's new. I mean, that's just like jazz. You know, it's like these clothes are coming back that we used to wear. You know, but they don't want to give us credit. Right, Carla? No. That they, they, they came up with it. See, see y'all get real quiet on it. Just me and Curly backing each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all y'all think y'all came out with tight jeans. No, no, y'all didn't. They just changed the name to skinny jeans. We called ours tight. But 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 I'm gonna stop yelling there. Y'all want me to talk about self-care. In first Corinthians chapter six, verse 19 through 20, it says, uh oh, I want y'all to listen to this. Don't you realize that your body touches touch yourself? Keep it up high. Keep it up high. Okay? okay? All right. Because see, some people take it and try to distort the word. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Don't you realize that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit? Now, now we're talking about part of the deity. That's where he dwells in our bodies. Your body is temple. How important do you think that is? If we just looked at your body as the church. The physical building, the temple. That's important enough. But then to say, I'm going to live on the inside of you. Okay, let me keep going. Who lives, who lives. Who lives in you and was given you by God. So now that's the same God that we don't like how long it takes for him to do stuff. That, that God. So he says that it was given to us. So each one of us got the Holy Spirit that's living on the inside of us. You do not belong to yourself. Do y'all understand what I mean? So I can't do anything I want to do with my body. You can, but it's going to be a penalty to pay. 
You do not belong to yourself. So who do you belong to? For God brought you with a cheap price. Uh-oh. So you think about the highest price you paid for anything. His price is higher than he paid for us. Can't you? Don't think about that. You, you, you bought a house for $400,000. You bought a house for a million dollars. He paid higher than that. So he looked at each one of us and he bought us for the same price. So that that way we can boast or brag about the fact that I caused more than her. Because y'all know we would do it, wouldn't we? Yeah. <laughs> What's the them red shoes on the bottom? Louis Vuitton. So, you know, like Louis said, okay, everybody's shoes are expensive. You don't know how much this will cost. But if I find a way to mark my shoe, then people will know, oh, yeah, Louis Vuitton. But he marked us by paying the ultimate price for us. What God you know died for you? You know, because there's a lot of religions out here. But this one died for us. He paid the highest price. So you must, let's read that last part again. So you must honor God with your body. So what does honor mean? Respect? Revere? What else? Take care of? Honor God with your body. So, so how do we honor God with a body? Do we eat right? Okay, two people said yeah. <laughs> do we do, do you wash your body? Uh oh. Do, do you clean that chip up? Do you clean? I just want to know. Do you clean it up? Man, I'm talking to you. Do we shave it? I mean, just because you got a beard, can you make the beard nice and trim? Ladies, do you, you take care of your hair? Do you wash it? <laughs> do you exercise? I got a lot of yes going on in here. Y'all telling the truth? But honor God with your body. Do you minister with it? Uh-oh, 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 uh-oh. Do you minister with it? Do you get people saved with it? Boy, I spit on somebody. Do you get people saved with it? Do, do you? If you call it in the ministry, do you answer the call? Because remember, the body, your body is not your own. So how do you honor God with your body? Do you minister to the unsaved? Do you feed the hungry? What do you do with the body? How do you honor God with your body? Do you dress appropriate? Uh-oh. Or are you showing more than you need to show? <laughs> when you walk by a crowd, do everybody just stop? I'm talking to men, talking to men. Y'all know what I'm talking about. I wasn't always in church. No, some people in church still looking. Okay. Corey, they told me they want me to go on, brother. They, they, they told big money. They told me to go on. All right, so let, let's take a look. What is self-care? Now, anywhere in these descriptions where you see spiritual, I put it in. Because you don't forget about my father. So it says, being mindful of our own limits and needs to ensure our own physical, emotional, Spiritual and mental well-being. To be mindful of our own limits. What was Simone Biles? The Olympic star that they, they, they knew was going to take gold because she was setting the precedence for how high you could jump, how high you could flip, the, the routines that she created. Uh, I was told by uh, a special person in the audience that 
they, they, as she was going through this process, not at the Olympics, but she ran into situations because they didn't know how to score it because it had never been done. So you know she got a lot of endorsements and things of that nature, but she had to recognize her limits. When she got there, her body had been trained, and what it learned was because you always set a record when you jump, I don't know how far you want to jump, so instead of you doing it, I'll take over. Anybody ever had their mind do that to you? I ain't talking about jumping. I'm talking about other stuff. <laughs> Y'all know what I'm saying? You, you blame it on your mind. Because <laughs> you can train yourself to the point where it does its own thing. You know, like waking up for church on Sunday. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Spirit man say on the inside, you, you, you need to go to church. So what have you done physically to your body? That's a real question. What have you done physically to your body? Because it says we have to be mindful. That means we need to think about what are we doing with our body? If you don't like how I look, what do you want to do? Change it. What are you doing to your emotions? How do you, how are you mindful of your emotions? When you get angry, do you know it? How many of y'all know when you're angry? All right. So, so how y'all know? That's the question. Like, like me, my ears turn, get hot. My ears get hot. So y'all see me got red ears there. Don't talk to me. Just back up. <laughs> so how do you know when you are feeling emotions? Because there's over 300 emotions a person can have. How do you know what emotion you feel? I got one right here. You got one over here. Yes, sir. Okay. So I know I'm really angry when I say something out loud without meaning to. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> you try to suppress it and just sneak out. Okay. All right. Ooh, okay. So I typically just kind of shut down, uh-huh. um, but then my body gets hot. Okay, your body gets hot. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, all right. I see somebody over here. Rebecca, go ahead. I get really mad. I get really, really quiet. Really and quiet. And I'm not a quiet person. Okay, okay. So I know I've hit a limit uh-huh. when I've just silent. Okay. And, and, and how long does that normally last? So it depends on how mad you are. Depends on how mad I am. So I can go from like an hour to a few days. Okay, all right, all right. How many of y'all been mad for a few days? Yeah, yeah, everybody already raise hand. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Will? So when I get mad, my um, lips go away. They, they just become, like, in my mouth. Uh-huh. And, then my, and, then, and then my eyebrows go up. And okay. I have, like, everybody knows probably what the look is. Okay. I have that intense look on my face. And they're like, we don't want to mess with real life. Okay, all right. Step away. So write this down for those who, who, who suppress their emotions. There's no such thing. As an unexpressed emotion, yeah, y'all ought to be quoted by now. It goes somewhere and it does something. So is that headache really a headache? Is that neck ache really a neck ache? That back, that leg, that knee, that emotion went somewhere. I, I see that emotion went somewhere and is doing something. So if you came to me and, and I'm looking at the form you filled out, I'm going to look at it and see, okay, all right, okay, so back. So the first thing I'm going to ask is, so, so what are you carrying that does not belong to you? Uh, I got a question in the back or a statement. You no, know, I had a, a comment from someone online. They say they know they're angry when they say things they don't want to say. Okay. All right. Okay. So there is no such thing as emotion. It's going to take time. Because first what happens to our emotions is if we stuff it, first it's going to go, 
outward. That's going to be the migraines, the headaches, the backaches. So when you come, I always ask you, how long have you had this symptom? If they say over six months, then I know that now it's gone internal. So it's starting to mess with high blood pressure. It's starting to mess with internal stuff, you know, like bathrooms. Y'all understand what I'm talking about? Because stuff is being held up because you are in unforgiveness or someone has done something. So just, just keep an eye on your emotional well-being. You know, it's okay to say no. It's okay to leave a situation when it gets out of hand. See, see, the Bible says, can I talk, talk about the Bible for a second? This is what he, the Bible calls wise, says a wise man sees danger and hides himself. Now, this is Paul's translation, but a fool going to stay there and argue with you. Okay? Because, I mean, look at the opposite of it. If a, if a wise man leaves when he sees danger, then that means a fool going to hang around. How many? No, I'm not going to ask. But, but there's a lot of fools out here that didn't win the argument because they're in the grave. But there's a lot of wise men that are still wise. They're they still living. So it's okay to excuse yourself. Because, you know, stop looking at yourself like a punk. I said it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, because when you're wise enough to leave or wise enough to shut up. But you got this time. Just your time limit. I'm talking about my Bible again. It says that you're supposed to forgive within 24 hours. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. So if you choose to walk away from something, if you don't bring it back up within 24 hours, you need to let it go. Because where is it going? It's going somewhere, and it's going to do something. So that's, now what about your spiritual well-being? Because it says being mindful of our limits and our needs. So we know we need spiritual to take care of ourselves spiritually. Watch what you look at. Uh-oh, this is going to be big. Watch who you talk to. If every time you talk to somebody you want to cuss after you get off the phone or while you're on the phone, <laughs> is, is that being mindful? <laughs> I mean, why do we keep expecting something different from someone who's proven themselves? You talk to them, it's going to be a controversy. Something's going to be controversial. You say white, they're going to say black. I mean, they're going to pick the total opposite. What, 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 what are we doing spiritually? I mean... Do we read the word or, or at least listen to the word on Sunday? Can we do it during the week? Is it okay? Because how many days in a week? Seven, okay? So what are we doing? And that's a real question. What are we doing to take care of ourselves spiritually? Yes, ma'am. Mike coming your way. What are we doing to take care of ourselves spiritually? Uh, regular praise and worship daily. Regular praise and worship daily, okay? If we could change the way we saw spirituality, would we enjoy it more? Because how, how many of y'all, how many of you guys have heard somebody say, I'm excited, I read the word today? Huh? No? Oh, oh she said, only a pastor. <laughs> 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 but what if we change the mindset? People get mad when they say, well, you know, I don't read the word, so forth and so on. I say, well, can, can you read a verse a day? Don't, don't send me no letter saying the pastor told him to read a verse a day. Well, you got to start somewhere. But can you just do one thing? Can you do it? You see, we don't have any trouble doing what we enjoy doing. So that means that we put a label on the word or spirituality because who told us that you got to read five chapters a day? Who put the pressure on us? 
But anything that we enjoy doing, we, we, so if one verse a day is something you can enjoy doing, start out one verse a day. But this is what I know about human behavior is when we, we like to win. So after we read one verse a day, what are we going to do? Hey, man, but just don't tell nobody. Because you know if they read a, a, a chapter a day, what are they going to take to your verse a day? That's it? You think God going to bless you? <laughs> Let me tell you something about God. God's love is unconditional. The only reason we need to read the word is so we can find out about him and how to live in victory. He's not going to love you more because you read the word. The word is for you. Church, he said, forsake not the assembly to, the, together as the manner of some are. So when we come to church, it's, come, it's for us. He already God. He already good. He has nothing to prove. What about your mental well-being? Uh-oh. That mental part, man, that thing's something. See, the mental part is nobody knows. See, if you're acting emotional or physical, you can see what's going on with you. But when you go mental, you go inside. See, the depression came out. Now it's popular. But before, nobody would talk about it. And we would look at people and be surprised to hear that they said that they were depressed. What, 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 what's the uh, swimming guy that really brought it out? Michael Phelps. People looking at him like, what? He depressed, but he got all those medals. That was a physical accomplishment. But what about him? I know you're a basketball player. What, 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 what's the guy that came out and shared with his team that he was uh, depressed and dealt with anxiety? Between him and Ed, y'all probably knew. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Kevin Love. Kevin Love. I, I'm just sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes, sir. Kevin Love. <laughs> now, how tall is Kevin Love, roughly? 6'10". A star. But he told his teams, he, he, he got into anxiety. And it started to mess with them. Remember what I said earlier about Simone? How the mind can do what it want to do once you train it to a certain place? So he knows that he's standing right here, he's going to make that shot. But somehow the emotions start, and the mind started to do his own thing. And it couldn't be hidden anymore. But see, he didn't say earlier because he didn't know how his team was going to respond. You can't say now because you don't know how your team is going to respond. Can you share with somebody what you're dealing with and they're going to quote five scriptures at you? Am I lying on anybody? Anybody ever try to be real with people at church? Raise your hand you've tried to be real with people at church. Well, child, you know depression is not in the Bible. <laughs> yeah, you go over there and start looking. That's your assignment. Find one scripture. See, just one. Just one. On the is depression in the Bible. It's in there. It's in there. What, 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 what's that dude that uh, they grabbed him and uh, he was minding his own business and they, his brother threw him in the pit? Joseph. See, now, now Joseph, I mean, people kept on promising Joseph stuff. I mean, the dude did everything right. He did everything as unto the Lord. I mean, anytime a man run from the king's wife, I mean, come on, man. That's honor right there. You know what I'm saying? But, I mean, he, he, he did everything he was supposed to do. But the brothers, I mean, just because he got a nice coat. Come on, man. People get mad at you because you wear something nice. So drive something nice. So live in something nice. Am I lying on anybody? 
But the dude, you're going to tell me you get locked up for all these years and you thinking you, I mean, just because the word didn't say how upset he got. Read in between the lines. I got a question or a statement. Might come your way. I'm, I'm telling you, man, it's like, think about that thing. Then, then he had a dream, interpreted a dream, and the guy said, look, I'm going to make sure I tell the king about you. Then a couple more years. <laughs> come on. Y'all ain't think he never questioned God or wonder what was going on? Yes, ma'am. His father was depressed as well. His so father was depressed? Okay. Yeah. But see, I'm going to tell you how well this guy dealt with his emotions and his spiritual and mental well-being. Now, he's the head. He's second to none. And his family comes before him. Now, how many of us? I'm just talking about us now because I know we're special. How many of us? How, how many brothers, brothers do you have? Y'all remember that? Eleven. So th let me get 11 people stand up. 11 people. So the, the, the audience, you won't see this, but I see this. 11 people stand up. Now, as Joseph is making these, these, he's standing before them, and then he's, let's say for lack of a better word, he pulled off the mask. And they, they don't know who he is yet, but then when they find out, Elizabeth, this is what happened. Now, the two brothers that threw me in the well, now, what do you think you would do? Now, you're going to give them the same treatment as the other ones, or you're going to treat them special? So let, let's say it was four, four of them, one, two, three, four, let's say five, five threw him in, and, and they, he, he could hear, Joseph could hear what they were saying about, yeah, let's throw him in, and then let's not tell dad. So see, you guys are going to get some special punishment. We're we going to torture y'all slow. <laughs> but the other people, the other brothers that didn't do their job, then we're going to do something else to you, but we're we going to make sure you watch how they go down. Y'all going to have a seat. Is that how we do people according to how they do us? Uh, somebody said, uh, yes, sir, she didn't even take the mic. She just said, sometimes. <laughs> but, but see, what is that doing to you? Because you have to be responsible for your limits and your needs. You need to sleep tonight, so being in unforgiveness is not going to help that. So I need to forgive so I can sleep. And, and if you that type of Christian who always uh, are pre prepared to pray for people, and let's see, you know, you're trying to pray through Unforgiveness? Who's it affecting? It's affecting you. You need some. See, when we sin, what happens is when, when, when somebody's mad at you and you try to talk to them, how, how does that go? Not out well. Yeah, yeah. They try to act like they don't hear you. Yeah. So our stuff is what affects our relationship with God. God walks in forgiveness. But when we know we have done wrong, it's hard for us to relate because we're thinking God is peeping at us the way we peep at others. <laughs> this is a peeping ex ex exhibition. <laughs> but God, what are we doing? What are we doing mentally? Ask for help. I always tell people, see, people like pain. How do we know people like pain? Because they like to stay in it. There are certain people I can only counsel when they're in pain. But when they start to feel better, they disappear. You, you got rid of the pain. But what I say is, look, don't wait till you're in the ditch and ask for help. Ask for help along the way. Because, see, we, God has given us a better way. He designed us to live in peace. 
If there's turmoil going on, how do I get back to peace? He said, think on those things that are true. Yeah, I know y'all tired of hearing about it, but you're going to hear about it again. Think on those things that are true, honest, just, pure, lovely, of good report, virtuous, and deserving of praise. Those things that you have both learned and received and seen in me do, and the God of peace will be with you. So if I'm lacking peace, then what am I meditating on? Where's my mental mindset? Where's my emotion? He said, think on those things that are true, honest, just, pure, lovely, virtuous, of good report. So see, we don't have to use all of them in order to get to peace. I always go to virtue. That's life-giving. So what's life-giving? So when a situation comes up, I'm asking myself, where is life in this situation? thing I hear a lot is, just forgive them. Now, how often should you forgive? Seventy times seven. So I, I, you know, when, when somebody says, I already forgave them. Well, check that thing on the inside and see whether that thing is at peace. See, I call it yucky. That's a professional word. I call it yucky. Is that yucky at peace? Because you know when you're at peace, don't you? And then sometimes we try to interrupt the peace. I got to find something to do so that I, I can get in trouble because I'm used to chaos. Some people are addicted to chaos. But what are you doing? Are you being mindful of your limits and your needs? If he designed us for peace and we stay in chaos, what do you think is happening? We need to choose different. I mean, you got choices you got to make today. You know, and I know, Kelly may be a pancake. Y'all say pancake. 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 Yes, that. Yes, that. But, but she got me, though. She got me. She said, uh, we can really go to bed. I'm giving her to get into bed. She said, did you see that gift I made for you? So I'm still looking at her. I think she's the gift. But anyway, anyway, let, let me back it on up. Back it up. See, y'all went to somewhere else. So what happened was I said, uh, well, what is it, man? She said, go there and look on the stove. Then I went down there and touched the top. See, I, I like my, my, my cake's kind of cool. So I touched the top. I said, I got to give it a little while. And, and, then, and I just got into it. I just took one slice. She's now buying me strawberries with it and whipped cream. <laughs> see, see, who said, mm, there it is right there, bro. There it is right there. <laughs> and I just enjoyed it. But I'm at peace with the thing. So instead of getting five slices, I just got one. Now, what I do this evening, I'm just talking about me. Because I'm talking about my spiritual, emotional, and spiritual well-being. <laughs> so what I do this evening is I cut them, cut them all up and put them in uh, lunch bags and put it in the freezer. Got my stash of strawberries. But see, I just ate one. So see, I was keeping in mind my physical health. Just one slice. So one a day, keep the doctors away. Is that what it is? <laughs> And I have to eat it by myself, too. You know, I don't want a lot of stuff going on. But what are you doing for your peace? Can you do the things that you like to do for peace? When chaos going on, leave it and walk to peace. Go get your pancake. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> but guys, seriously, what, what, what are you doing for peace? How do you enter into it? So this is another thing. I'm a, this is Curly's and I creed, and we live off this. Write this down. Holy Spirit, show me what I need to know. When situations are going on, we ask ourselves, and I didn't say in ourselves. We ask ourselves out of ourselves, meaning that we say it with our mouth. Because the, the mind has to stop to hear what the mouth has to say. So we'll ask ourselves, Holy Spirit, what do I need to know? 
And what he'll do is whatever the situation is that you're asking about, he will show you what you need to know. And this is where we get special is when we try to find out more than we need to know. Y'all understand what I'm saying? He answered your question. But then we want to know more. Well, Holy Spirit, you didn't tell me such, 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 such. He answered what you could handle. We, we got to grab that thing, man. He's the one who's teaching us everything that we need to know. So you just ask him. You, you know yucky happened on the inside. Holy Spirit, what I need to know about this situation? He'll tell you, well, we're going to start off first with forgive. See, see you got to be bad, man. I mean, bad, you know, what, what, what's, uh, huh? Bad isn't good. I mean, you got to be strong to forgive. Oh, Wayne said it. Wayne said it. Where, where you at, Wayne? Wayne said, yes, you do. The brother know what I'm talking about. Because, see, uh, forgiveness was easy. Everybody be doing it. But how do you stop a person that walks in forgiveness? Because you're trying to figure out how to stop them. Because, you know, my Bible, I'm talking about my Bible again. The Bible talks about how certain people can't go to sleep until they create chaos. So if they coming at you and they can't get you to go that way, sooner or later they either bow, bow out, or ask you, who do you serve? See, that's how you did something physically, emotional, spiritually, and mental well-being. Somebody don't like you, give them something. But make sure it's pure. <laughs> don't get, you know, get, if they like coffee, bring them coffee. And don't get spiritual on them. Somebody give me a spiritual answer about how you give coffee. Well, all right, Elizabeth, give, give her a mic. Well, what would they say? The Lord spoke to me and said, I need to give you some coffee in Jesus' name. <laughs> You heard what she said? I got one over here. See, that's what I'm talking about. Don't be spiritual. I'm going to sow this into your life. Ooh, okay. I'm going to sow this into your life. All right, I got one on this side. I'm going to sow this into your life. Speak in tongues while you're giving it to them. Ooh, speak in tongues while you're giving it to them. This is real stuff, guys. Just give them the coffee. <laughs> and, and don't give them no small cup either. Go big or go home. I got one more in the back. Yeah, I was led by the Lord to do this for you. I, I was led by the Lord. They don't even know who the Lord is. Come on, man. Just start out with the coffee. Because, see, they're going to ask, why did this person give me coffee? They know I'm talking about them. They know I'm coming against them. They're trying to figure out what's up with you. Uh, somebody else? Hit the hand up. Ashley? Good morning. Um, I would give them the coffee and say, um, I'm supposed to bless those that curse me. Oh, oh, see, see. <laughs> she, she, she called this scripture on the man. <laughs> she went all the way live with that scripture. <laughs> the only thing she missed was the verse and the chapter. <laughs> the chapter and the verse. <laughs> Come on. Just give them the coffee. Just give them the coffee. <laughs> So I like to have every head bowed and every eye closed. Because <laughs> I'm talking about your spiritual well-being. This is an opportunity for your spiritual well-being. See, you thought a lot of thoughts, been thinking a lot of things, but this is your chance to take care of yourself physically, emotionally, by accepting Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And this is a different gift. This is not the gift of coffee. 
this is the gift of salvation. Because if you're emotional, then you know that at one time or another, it's gonna, your life is going to come to an end. If you're wise, you know that there's something that needs to be done, that there's a missing gap on the inside or a missing uh, piece on the inside that only Jesus Christ can feel. Because remember, he bought us with a price, a high price. So the congregation will, you'll see them pray along with me as a form of agreement. But if that's you and you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, now is the time. So repeat after me. Father, according to Romans 10, 9 and 10, you said that, that if I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in my heart that God raised him from the dead, that I'm saved, I'm born again. I have eternal life. Thank you, Father, for giving me the Son. I'm saved now. In Jesus' name. Amen. So you just made a, a spiritual decision that will, infect, uh, will impact you for the rest of your life and eternity. So I just want to thank you for that. Just make sure you go to chosenrva.com. Go to the new member section. You'll find teachings in there that will teach you about what just took place. Amen. Thank you for joining us. Please visit our website, chosenrva.com, and check in with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Chosen RVA. We hope you'll join us again soon.